Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Okay, this is a podcast that you do not want to miss. Peter got scammed, and it took a very quick and hilarious turn. We're not sure if he's in trouble. I am still paying the price. I know I am and will be probably for weeks to come. Oh, it's so good. Also, millions of people think you're eating craft dinner all wrong, mm-hmm. and they may have the proof, right? And also, you probably didn't know your phone could do this, and it could be life-changing. Oh, it's going to blow your mind. And people paying to put together your IKEA purchase for you. That's yeah. the thing that we get into. $1,000 minute advantage right now. March 10th, Friday, $1,000 minute. Question 10, answer will be Peggy's Cove. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy Thursday. Thank you very much. It's Thursday. Happy Thursday. Almost the weekend. Uh, pretty mild out there today. It's uh, minus two right now. Going to get up to a high of three degrees today. So we're above zero. It's all good. It is good. And yeah, those, the overnight temperatures have not like plummeted the yeah. way they had been for a while. The wind yesterday, though. Holy smokes. Yeah. It was beautiful yesterday. Yeah. Very mild when we left the studio. I went for a walk later on in the afternoon. My I was just bawling walking around <laughs> because it was so, you know what? It's so windy that your eyes can't deal. Mm-hmm. One of those situations. <laughs> My eyes can't deal. I couldn't uh, deal. The same thing today and tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be, you know, fairly mild and a little sunshine on Saturday, but it's still going to be windy. Right. Um, okay. Can I ask you a question? Have you ever Please. heard of sunions? Ask me anything. Sunions? Sunions. Onions and well, obviously no. What? No. So I got a DM about sunions last night. A couple of days ago we were talking about my new pickling adventure. Yes. And I was pickling like 10 red onions and I said my eyes were completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um got a DM from Sharla last night who was listening to the show and and heard the whole thing about the onions and we were joking about different ways to keep yourself from crying when you're cutting onions. Costco now sells sunions. And they're specifically made so that you do not cry when you cut into them. Mm, Did you know that these exist? No, not at all. I couldn't believe it. Um, Okay, so... They're grown a certain type of way. They're just grown a certain type of way that onions in the past have not been grown. Yeah, they're tearless. They're Uh not as potent when you cut into them, apparently. they taste good? Yeah, they're sweeter, and they get sweeter the longer that you have them. Uh So that's a thing. But I was shocked. I'm like, hey, this is some 2023 stuff right here. Okay, I'd like you to to fully explore these because I want to know what caramelized sunions are like. If they're already sweeter, then well, they're going I to caramelize even more. No, no, no. I'm thinking they could be delicious. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I'll have to buy them next time I'm at, I'm at uh, Costco and try to caramelize them for you. <laughs> <laughs> you tease. But no! yes, here I am serious about culinary things. I'm just, this is a this is a life-changing thing. Sunions. So next time you're at Costco, which I know, Peter, you'll probably be there this afternoon. Probably. Look out for them. And if you've tried them, are they worth it? Mm-hmm. Stay with me because this is all really, really important stuff, right? What the fact? Yeah. Always super important. BTS <laughs> adds an estimated $5 billion annually to the South Korean economy. People working for them, mm-hmm. selling stuff, making stuff with BTS, etc. It's about a half a percent of Korea's entire economy is generated by BTS. I remember this being a big thing because recently they announced they were taking a break because a bunch of them had to go into the military, Military right? And they were like, "Um, do you know how much money they revenue (laughs) or, you know, they they create for us? Do you know who we we are? Do we have to do this? Are you sure? Hello? Yeah, well, they did. And and one of them is still in the military. The rest of them will probably follow pretty soon. Right. Uh, 76% of the serial killers in the 20th century we're American. Thank you, America. Mm. Imagine that. The entire world, 76%. How? Uh, only 4% were... <laughs> <laughs> only 4% were in third world countries. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess, Aaron, that you don't really know who Merv Griffin was, but you probably have heard his name. Maybe you haven't. Nope. He's uh, the guy who, uh, the the reason why you might hear his name is at the end of every episode of uh, Jeopardy and uh, Wheel of Fortune, uh, <laughs> you'll see a Merv Griffin production. Oh. He produced those. 
But it wasn't the reason why he was famous back in the day when he was still alive. He was a talk show host. He was a musician first. He was a talk show host. And then he created or produced these uh, two biggest game shows of all time. Cool. All to say, yeah, cool. (laughs) (laughs) He also wrote the theme for Jeopardy. He was a musician. So he sat down at the piano and wrote a lullaby for his son that he called A Time for Tony. And it ended up being the theme for Jeopardy. Nice. And that theme for Jeopardy has earned Merv Griffin and his estate, because it continues to, $100 million over the lifetime of the show. Amazing. $100 million for writing a little lullaby for your kid. Yeah, well, everyone knows it. And it's not even the thing that you did the most of. (laughs) And I saved this for last because I knew how much you would love this. Oh, God. Well. (laughs) What is it? No. Whenever you say that, I know it's going to be something I'm about to hate. All right. Let's get sciencey here. Okay. Barnacles have the largest junk of anything in the animal kingdom relative relative to their size. You're loving it already, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, this story. A male barnacle's junk can extend to eight times its body length. And, of course, to put that in human terms. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. If a man was six feet tall, his junk would be 48 Feet tall. I'm grossed out, and I will never look at barnacles the same. And if someone who was uh, attached to this person somehow was nearsighted... (laughs) I can't. (laughs) They might not recognize them from that distance. Nice. Great. the fact? (laughs) Check in at move100halifax.ca and see what you can win. Right on. Six o'clock club, we got a question for you. Anybody use TaskRabbit at Ikea? My girlfriend is... I'm sorry. I just thought, I, the 6 o'clock club? I don't think so. I think the 7 o'clock people are far more likely to use TaskRabbit. You think? The 6 o'clock... Never mind. I just have this <laughs> image of the 6 o'clock people listening right now who are just, no, we're not going to let anybody do what TaskRabbit does. Because you're up early. Because you're up you early. get stuff done. You're getting stuff done. You've already been up for 45 minutes. You're working hard. Okay, so I was uh, chatting with one of my girlfriends yesterday, and she's renovating She's renovating her house. And we were chatting about all her design inspo and what she's doing with her bedroom. And, and she was sending me photos. She bought a bunch of stuff at Ikea. She's building a new, like, makeup desk and, and all that kind of stuff that you got to have. And uh, I said, oh, have fun, you know, building all that furniture. That sounds like my nightmare. And she goes, oh, Aaron, I just pay TaskRabbit. And I was like, what? (laughs) TaskRabbit. I forgot that that was the thing at Ikea. You buy the furniture and you can pay TaskRabbit Mm -hmm. to send somebody to your home and they will build all the furniture for you. The only reason I'm aware of it at all, I think, is because I think it's like it's on the website. Like, it's on the website. And you know when you walk into Ikea or if you have to like do any returns or anything like that, that side table they have over there, it says TaskRabbit. You can go and like pay for it there, I think. Uh-huh. So anyways, I just didn't know that this was something that anybody did. I've right. heard of TaskRabbit. I've just never heard of anybody actually paying somebody to do that. So I just wanted to throw it out there. If you've used TaskRabbit, I'm just curious, is it worth it? Mm. Is it expensive? I picture it being super awkward because a random person is coming to your house to build your furniture while you just sit there. Spending the day doing what you would normally do, sitting on the floor, cross-legged, you know, and and putting stuff together. Would you you do this? (laughs) Well, no, I'm never going to do this, honestly. You wouldn't spend the money to do that. No, I won't spend the money to do it. And also, may I say, when I put together IKEA furniture, I feel like a craftsperson. Suddenly, you know, I'm dressed like an Amish man it's who's, who's <laughs> working, <laughs> working with the furniture. And when I finish, I, I, I have that, I created this. Look, look what I've done. Uh, I am like a you built furniture it yourself maker. from the get-go. In the finest tradition. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Listen, no, I'm not going to let anyone have that satisfaction. I need And that. you're good at building Ikea furniture. You've done it a million oh, times throughout your life. Times, but I still screw it up. There's always going to be a point, if it's a, especially if it's a slightly bigger piece, where I go, oh, okay. I have to take that apart right. and do it right because I've, I've screwed it you up. You screwed somehow. it up. I get it, though. And my, my girlfriend, who I was talking to about this, she was like, I just don't, I, I'm not good at it. I'd rather just pay someone. And I understand because if I didn't have Renee in my life, I too would automatically go to TaskRabbit because 
I don't have time or oh, the patience to the deal. Oh, the time and the patience. Well, I wouldn't be, I, honestly, I'm just, I'm you not a builder. Confident. No, and I wouldn't, I just know I wouldn't be able to figure it out. I'd be crying. I'd be calling my dad. It'd be a whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> you got to dress for it. Put on the Amish outfit. Oh my God. I got to go in with confidence. Job, come on in here. <laughs> this just sounds wrong. <laughs> Let's Dressing create this Amish to build my <laughs> My apologies to the six o'clock Amish people. Yes, sorry. I'm not trying to, you know, take on your culture. I'm just telling you, I know what it feels like. Oh my God. Okay, we got to. Let's get out. Let's now. get out of here. Okay, <laughs> Task Rabbit. Have you used it? Was it worth it? How much was it? We got to talk to you. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Does anybody actually like building Ikea furniture, though? (laughs) I was talking to one of my friends, and she mentioned that she's using TaskRabbit to have all of her new Ikea furniture built. And I thought, huh, I never thought about anybody actually... Paying someone to come over to do what you're supposed to be able to do fairly easily. Does anybody use TaskRabbit? I mean, how much does it cost? Is it worth it? I have many questions. I mentioned that I don't think we're going to find anybody in the 6 o'clock club that uses TaskRabbit because they're, you know, they're up early. They're doing stuff, Right. right? And we just got this text. Oh, my God, Peter. You're bang on. I'm on the 103, headed to work. We'll be there before 7.30, and I've been up since 5. My husband never asks for help. Always, we can do this ourselves. Uh, I'm not a female of small stature by any means, it goes on to say, uh, but I'm not as strong as he thinks I am either. I check with the 9 o'clock or the 9.30 listeners as they sit in morning traffic. They need to make up the time by using TaskRabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I love that you called it about the 6 a.m. club, that they were not the kind. They're not the TaskRabbit type, type to do That's it. That's all I'm saying. A lot of people use TaskRabbit. I'm surprised. This text says, I used them when I bought my daughter uh, a new big girl bed. It was great. This particular build, uh, many Ikea furniture, if I put it together, it would have been a day project. If I pay somebody, it it gets done quickly. I would pay someone again if needed. Yeah, that's, it comes a down bed, to that. What, what's I mean, your time worth? If you could actually do something more worthwhile or make more money just by, you know, having that time to yourself, then it makes sense to pay somebody like TaskRabbit for sure. Uh, This text is my task rabbit. He's my husband and he's free. (laughs) Free. I want to know the cost. So if you've used task rabbit, what do they build and how much did it cost you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Good morning, Move. You've you've used these guys before. Yeah, three times. So they built a cabinet that had me completely puzzled. I had it half built and I gave up. And um, then they also built a lamp that had shelves in it where I looked at all the pieces and I thought I'm not even going to try it. And then they built an air walker. A what? An air walker. It's like an elliptical, but smaller for an apartment. Oh. Okay. And what what do they charge? About 45 an hour is what I've paid. Wow. And you find it worth it to pay them the money? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally worth it. Because they come in and it's easy for them. They've, uh, They've done it before. Don't you find and, it kind of awkward? Because then you're just home and there's just these people in your house doing all your work, like building all your new stuff. I would just be so awkward. I, I sit down and I chat with them and it's fine. Okay, so you're like, yeah. hey, you want a you wanna sandwich? You, you want a drink? <laughs> no, no, I don't offer them food, <laughs> but um, I just chat with them and I, I offer them help and I do the cleanup. Like when they tear the plastic off the items, I clean up the plastic. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and, and sometimes I'll hold something in place while they're putting in all the screws. Interesting. Okay, so totally worth it then, right? Yeah. Totally worth it. Now, you can choose your prices on TaskRabbit. They, um, when you put in your task, they'll say, here are the workers available and the different rates that they work at. So you get to choose your worker and choose your rate. Interesting. All right. Well, good to know. Yeah. Yeah, it's really awesome. I'd recommend it to anyone. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. What about this app rabbit thing? Is that going? Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked by the, they say they'll stand in a line. What's that all about? I know. I mean... Well, what do you have to stand in line for anymore these days? Not concert tickets. Yeah, I, the last time I remember standing in line was to get into the liquor store in early COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were 
were going to say when weed became legal or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, it's kind of awesome. Like, can you, will they go to the doctors? Right. Oh, my God. That's a good idea. <laughs> Call me when the doctor finally sees me, would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. All right, thanks. You guys are the best. Oh, you're Thank the you. best. That's kind. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Sounds good. Forget. I'm not sure it could. They say. What about this app rabbit thing? Is that going? Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm shocked by the, they say they'll stand in a line. What's that all about? I know. I mean, well, what do you have to stand in line for anymore these days? Not concert tickets. Yeah, I, the last time I remember standing in line was to get into the liquor store in early COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say when weed became legal or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, it's kind of awesome. Like, can you, will they go to the doctors? Right. Oh, my God. That's a good idea. <laughs> Call me when the doctor finally sees me, would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. All right, thanks. You guys are the best. Oh, you're Thank the you. best. That's kind. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. We're all friends here. Where's my best friend? Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Peter, are you being scammed? Am I being scammed? Is my question this morning that I need an answer to, and maybe you've seen the same thing pop up in your inbox, and you can shed some light on this, okay? Yeah. So I am, I this morning, I am 96% sure, maybe 97% sure that I am being scammed here, or someone wants to scam me, but I'm not falling for it. But still, there's the 3% chance that this thing is real, and that's how... Scams work, right? Yeah. You just you just don't know. Um, on Monday, I got an email from Easy Park, Wise Parking Solutions, saying that I owed them $40 for a parking ticket, $30 for the parking charge, $10 for the late fee. And if I don't pay it within 10 days, it goes to 50 bucks. So right now I could pay it off for 40 There is no Easy Park around here. But I, you know, just Google it to see, okay, so is this a real company? It is. Easy Park is, Easy actually, Park is an actual thing. It's an actual company huh. that someone may be using to try to scam people. Yeah. There is an Easy Park, for example, in Toronto, where I was. Before, yeah, you were there. Before Christmas, right? I, I did the show from there for a couple of weeks from Toronto. I don't know if anybody knew that. doesn't matter. I was in Toronto. I parked in a lot of places. I think I paid for each and every one of them. I don't think this is a thing. Does it not give you a date on the email? It does not give me a date on the email. View photos and payment deals details. So I can go down there and hover over that, and I can go to view photographs and pay parking charge. So you have to click a link to figure out what the heck this is. Right. And you don't want to click the link because you're scared. Well, I just assume that from there, all I have to do is put in my credit card and this parking charge will go away. Wait, so you haven't clicked the link at all? I haven't clicked Can't the link Can't you just clink, clink, right. clink the link? Gonna, click the link, and I'm, if it asks for your credit card, obviously do not put it in. Here I'm clinking the link. Clink the link. Right now. Sorry okay, to go. our engineers clinking, who are listening. Link, and yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Never clink the link. <laughs> we're not supposed to clink the <laughs> link, but I'm encouraging I think, you. I think we've been schooled on this. Yeah, loading, loading, loading. Oh, look at this. This was an unauthorized fishing simulation. No way. This is Bell. Oh this is Bell scamming me. Oh my God. <laughs> you arrived at this page after clicking on a link in a simulated phishing email. This phishing email was sent to you as part of your cybersecurity awareness training. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. Okay. Yeah, our radio station Please. is owned by Bell, by the way. I failed. So you literally just, fi so I'm sure in your workplace, you have to take all these courses as well, as well about phishing emails and what to do when you get them, a.k.a. not clink the link. <laughs> Don't clink the link. Bell and sent you a test. Yes, and I <laughs> failed. <laughs> so what, is like our boss going to get notified? And you made me fail. Oh my God, I can't believe this was a test. Mom. <laughs> What a turn of events. <laughs> well, we literally 
just took a fishing course online like a couple <laughs> weeks ago, so it makes sense that they're yes. testing. Damn so you. do you get do they do they notify our supervisor that do I you're have to take the clicking the link? <laughs> I just got another email. This totally just backfired. No, what does it say? I just got another. You've been assigned a new course. <laughs> Cyber Savvy 105 Fishing Supplemental. Okay. Please log into your Bell B Cyber Savvy Dash. You son of a. Okay, I feel a little responsible. Oh. I'm sorry I was encouraging. This text, that was peer pressure, Aaron. <laughs> well, it was like, if the, it was one of those things you'd rather someone else do it than yourself, right? I can't believe you just got played by our own company. Son of a. And now you have to do more homework. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> did you learn your lesson? Yes, never listen to Aaron about anything. I'm actually dead. Be the adult you are oh and my not God. the adult that Aaron is in. Okay, well, at least <laughs> you didn't lose any money. At yeah. least this was all a test. Now you know. <laughs> Okay. Wow, this was epic. Thank Any, you very much. Anybody, anybody yeah. Anybody actually ever get scammed? Gets scammed For real? Though? Like, actually get scammed. Maybe you lost out a ton of money. <laughs> Maybe it just, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe you got it, in trouble at work. And then you... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see how this unfolds, what did by you the way. Fall for? Yeah, how did you get scammed? Give us a shout. Halifax's Move 100. It's early morning. With Aaron and Peter. Hey, everyone's blaming me for what just went down. <laughs> it's your fault. If you missed it, Peter thought he was getting scammed. Mm-hmm. You got an email from Easy Park. Yep. Saying that you have a ticket. <laughs> click this link to see the photos and pay the ticket. Oh, my God. And yes. I said, just click the link, whatever. If yeah, it asks for your ask, credit card. If it asks for your credit card, you just bring an end to this. X out. I click the link. <laughs> I immediately get the Bell police on me saying this was a test. You Our radio failed. station is owned by Bell. Yeah. And we took this cybersecurity course. I passed the cybersecurity course, of course, <laughs> and then did everything wrong. It was a test. But I wasn't going to do it. I was peer pressured into doing it by Aaron. <laughs> Honest to God. And now I have to retake the, the course. He got another email immediately after clicking the link and it said, okay, here's your next course. You have this to take all happened within about four seconds. And like, whoop, whoop, whoop. But you know what? Yeah, alarms, it's, the whole thing. It seemed like it could have been a little bit legit. It came from sure. Easy Park that's or Easy Parking. How they get you. And that's a company in Toronto. You were in Toronto a few yep. months ago for a few weeks driving around parking. So it could have been a thing. Oh my God. Text. I cannot believe. As an IT guy, all I could think of was no, <laughs> never click the link. <laughs> this text, not the additional course. Yeah. <laughs> And another one, oh my God, LMAO, refishing. We were tested at my workplace too. So I'm super paranoid now. I report everything as fishing. Oh my God. I almost re- reported a legit email because I was thinking uh, my employer just wanted me to do this. So yeah. good luck with your retraining course, Peter. <laughs> Hopefully, you've helped others learn from your experience. <laughs> okay, so the takeaway is first of all, don't listen to me. Don't click the link. <laughs> and don't click the link ever. Never it click the be, link. Who knew that our employees were so sketchy I and they were testing said, us? I am 97% sure that this is just like a scam. <laughs> I just wanted to know the outcome. I'm sorry. Oh my God. And I pay the price. Oh my God. That <laughs> is so funny. Okay. So we want to hear about the time that you got scammed. I yeah. mean, hopefully you didn't lose a whole bunch of money. Maybe but you clicked the link. Maybe you clicked the link. This text made me laugh out loud because this kind of brought me back to when I was a kid. It says, when I was 11... My favorite Disney Channel star tweeted a link to take an IQ test and see how your score compared to hers. Uh Uh-huh. A credit card was needed to see the results. Jeez. So naturally, went into mom's bag, got her purse, put it, put in the credit card oh, number. No. Of course it was a scam. So I had to go sheepishly tell my parents that I accidentally charged their credit card. Almost $5,000 oh in charges later. God. My parents were not 
happy. Wow. $5,000. But it kind of reminded me of when I was a kid. And this, maybe it was this Disney thing. Do you remember like all the infomercials that would come on TV for like Disneyland and Disney World? You could call and you could order your welcome package and it would require a credit card. And I would always as a kid fall for those things. I'm like, dad, I need your credit card. We need this VHS to show me what my time at Disney is going to be like. (laughs) And not to mention the timeshare that we're going to go visit as well. Absolutely. So it's a thing, you know, and and situations like yours, I mean, it is kind of, it's, they make it seem believable sometimes. The easy park thing when you're in Toronto, like it all kind of made sense. It did. Um, The text just rolled in. Oh my God, you guys, LMFAO. It's not your fault, Aaron. Thank you. My mom always said, if someone jumped from a plane, would you? Okay, I get it. I love how sketchy your employers are. Oh, yeah, I called them sketchy. Sorry. No, no, that's, that's not true. Belle, not sketchy. You. Not at all. I can't. Okay, tell us about the time that you got scammed. What went down? Did you lose money? Let's help Peter feel a little bit better this morning. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Now I've got to retake the course. He clicked the link and it was like, you failed. And then got another email immediately saying, Peter Harrison, you must retake the fishing course. And this all happened live on the radio. (laughs) My God. I know the engineers here are going, these (laughs) freaking dum-dums. Okay, so listen, we ask you, have you ever been caught in some sort of, you know, scam? Scam, yeah. Okay, this text says, I was selling a laptop online and someone messaged me to ask if they could e-transfer the cost with shipping and if I would send it out of the province. They then proceeded to send me a real-looking but very fake e-transfer notification email. Oh, my gosh. Thankfully, I didn't fall for it and immediately blocked them, LOL. Okay, so that's another story of somebody who didn't fall for it. You know what? Great. You mentioned this e-transfer thing. This just reminded me. I was just reading a news article about this yesterday uh, in Edmonton. There's People are now scamming people using Facebook Marketplace or whatever. Mm. Because if you have on your e- your deposit, on your on your bank account, on your phone, if you have automatic deposit auto set deposit. up, do you have that? Yeah, so auto deposit, you don't have to ask. You don't have to ask for a password. Yeah. Yeah. I just changed mine to auto like a week ago. Mm. And uh, just found out that if you, like if I were to e-transfer you right now, Peter, let's just say I owed you $500 for something I bought from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come to your house. I pick it up. And you're obviously not going to let me leave until I e-transfer you. So I'll just e-transfer you. You'll get the email saying it's in your account. Oh, good. Thanks. I have a grace period to go in there and cancel it and take it right back. So now people are literally scamming people doing that. They're buying furniture off them. Driving away with your Driving PS5. away, canceling their e-transfer. They get the money right back and it's all said and done. So just be aware of that. I mean, people are like, hold on a second. And wow. I think if you have a password set up, you're not able to take it back right afterwards. Okay. But for auto deposit, that's something that's happening. So just something to be aware of. Not getting auto deposit. Not going to fall for one of those. Mm-hmm. No, sir. <laughs> uh, talking about the time you got scammed. Good morning, Thomas. Hey, so there was an ad on Instagram for these men's pants that were stretchy all the way around, all around the waist and everything. And it looked, it looked good. <laughs> So Dan's like, well, we should order four pairs, two for each of us. I'm like, all right, we'll do that. So we ordered them, and they eventually came. So, I mean, that was amazing. So we opened the package, and I'm like, okay, they stretch a little. <laughs> but you can, put your, you can put your hand inside and see your fingerprints. Oh, see, that's the problem. Everything is like, freaking see-through. I'm like, my, they're awful thin. You better wear black leotards with these. Yeah, you need to to layer up. That reminds me, I I think like a couple years ago, uh, I mean, Thomas, I don't know if you remember this, but Peter, I know you do. Those leggings went viral because they made your butt look really good. They would like scrunch right in the butt part. Yes, they were butt leggings. Yeah, same thing. I saw it on Instagram. I was like, oh my God, I need that for my butt. Put them on. It was literal like Renee was like you cannot go out in public because I can see everything through your pants I'm like oh why do we fall for this right the worst so yeah so I called them to try to send them back and they said yes we'll take them back and we'll give you a refund when they arrive here in Singapore <laughs> I said is there a return authorization they said no no you have to pay to ship them yeah, I, said, I have to pay to ship them back to Singapore as if as if so then from then on for a month 
every time I saw the ad, I reported it as spam. Every time. <laughs> every freaking time. Good. And eventually got pulled. It got pulled. Get your revenge. So. <laughs> it's Aaron and Peter. Good morning. Mornings on Move 100. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, Instagram ads should be, like, illegal. Oh, please, Because yes. they make everything look so good until so good. it gets to your house and you're like, what is this? Right. <sighs> okay, <laughs> tell us about the time that you got scammed. Let us know, 451-1313. Send us a text at 124-7. Everything does look so good. It does. Days. And you're like, I can afford this. Well, why didn't I have this before? So dumb. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. Okay, we've been hearing about Denny's opening in Dartmouth Crossing for years now. Looking forward to it. They were supposed to be opening in the Sandman Hotel, which has taken forever. And we've just been waiting and waiting and waiting. However, we are now wondering if they've scrapped their plan to open in Dartmouth completely or not. There is a new sign up at the restaurant at the new Sandman Hotel in Dartmouth Crossing. And the restaurant is named Bar One. So a lot of people are posting online saying, okay, so I guess Denny's isn't coming anymore. Now, if Bar One sounds familiar to you, it's kind of a famous restaurant thanks to a couple TV shows. If you are a fan of the Real Housewives, like I am, uh, the Housewives of Atlanta and Potomac, this is the bar that they're always going to. One of their ex-husbands owns the chain in the U.S. So Bar One is always on TV. Uh, And that is the exact same restaurant that is apparently opening in Dartmouth Crossing. The sign is right up there on the restaurant. Now, they do have locations in B.C. and Alberta right now, so it makes sense that they're expanding out east. But what about Denny's? We did some sleuthing online just to try to figure out what's going on. Uh, Some comments say, no, no, Denny's is still coming to the same hotel. It's just going to be in a different area. But we don't know. Another person said there's signage up for Denny's in the area. So, I don't know. If you're driving by... Can you tell us? Is there a sign up for Denny's? Can you sleuth as well yeah. for us? We can't, in Dartmouth Crossing? we can't get over there right now. So Would if they you're put nearby. Two restaurants in the same hotel. I wonder because bar one looks like it's an extension of the hotel. You don't have to walk into the actual Sandman lobby to get to that hotel. There's a separate entrance. Okay. So maybe Denny's will be actually inside the Sandman Hotel. Bar one is just an extension of the hotel. Okay, so that's speculation, but what is not is that sign out front that says bar one. Yeah, that is f- for sure sure out there. So yeah, check it out. The menu looks awesome too. Just great bar food. I, I'm just really pumped about this <laughs> because it has to do with the housewives. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Junos are coming back to Halifax next year. Now, of course, this year's Junos are happening this coming Monday in Edmonton, but they just announced that next year the award show will take place right here in Halifax. Now, we all know Junos were here back in 2006 when Pamela Anderson was hosting them. Performances from Michael Bublé, Nickelback, Coldplay, and Black Eyed Peas. Peter, you said it was the best thing ever. As I remember, that was a weird thing. As I remember, Black Eyed Peas didn't actually perform at the Oh, they the didn't? Junos. No. All of those other people. I mean, it's still a great lineup. Imagine Pamela Anderson as your MC I, for you the night. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. Michael Bublé and Coldplay. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome. But Black Eyed Peas were here, walked the red carpet. I don't think they performed at the That's actual so Junior show. so weird. Yeah. They were massive at that year as well, too. So kind of shocking. So March 2024 is when we're going to see that uh, happen here in Halifax. Uh, the Junos people were just saying uh, Halifax is just so famous for music lovers and all the great pubs, so why not? Hey, and if you're playing Roll Up to Win at Timmy's and you recently won that $10,000 jackpot on Monday on the app, um, don't be too excited. You're not the only one that had a message pop up that said, you just won $10,000. Tim Hortons put out a message saying there was a glitch on the app. This new $10,000 prize is brand new this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, there was a glitch on the app. So if you got a message saying you won ten grand, you actually didn't. Tim Hortons then sent out a message to everyone who got that message saying, sorry, just kidding, you didn't win. Here's a $50 gift card to yeah. Timmy's to make up for it. Well, that's nice. And this happened to people right here in Nova Scotia. I've seen numerous Facebook statuses of very upset people saying, share this. I'm uh, Timmy's owes me 10 grand. This is ridiculous. Uh, we got a text saying, I think they should honor their mistake. They certainly have enough money. Time to boycott. Mm. Do yeah, they, though? Know. I mean, how many people That's got the thing. that message? They didn't say how many people got it, so we don't actually know. It could be a lot of money. Sure. But if it's like two people, which no, we know no, no, it's no, more no. than that, we know it's many, they could have paid that. So, yeah. yeah, just watch out. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. 
mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute. Well, we have a first-time player this morning. Alyssa Cutros on the line. Alyssa, how are you? I'm pretty excited. <laughs> are you nervous? Yeah, a little bit. Did I hear you say that you have your mom there with you? I do. Okay, good. So mom can help this morning. Alyssa, we want to give you a 1000 bucks. So here's how the game works. You get one minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right. You're going to win $1,000. If not, Alyssa, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer that you give us. Uh, if you don't know the answer to something, Alyssa, just say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Okay. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, let's do this, Alyssa. Your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Alyssa, in the nursery rhyme, what did the itsy bitsy spider climb? Water spout. What type of animal is Rex from Toy Story? He's a T-Rex. What jersey number does Nathan McKinnon wear? Uh, on this date in 1959, this doll first appeared on store shelves. Uh, what Nova Scotian won 23 times in a row on Jeopardy? Um, I'll tell you a roach. This actor says she lost custody of her son over her role in the movie Basic Instinct. Uh, if apples are 50 cents each, how many can you get for $7? 14. Name a category for which someone might win a Nobel Prize. Physics. The new movie Creed 3 is a spin-off of what movie franchise? Rocky. What flavor is Sambuca? Black licorice. Nathan McKinnon's jersey number is what? Fast. 1959. This oh, oh, time okay. is up, Alyssa. Whew, take a deep breath. You did good. <laughs> okay, let's go through the questions together. The itsy bitsy spider climbed up the water sprout. Rex sprout. and sorry, did I say sprout? <laughs> to be fair, sprout right Peter, beside the spout. When Peter first asked me this question, what was my answer? Up the spider web. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, Rex and Toy Story is yes, a T-Rex, a dinosaur. Nathan McKinnon's jersey number is 29. Uh, Barbie was the doll that first appeared on shelves in 1959. Matea Roach won 23 times in a row on Jeopardy. Sharon Stone is the one that said she lost custody over her son for her role in Basic Instinct. Uh, apples at 50 cents a piece. You get 14 for seven bucks. Uh, physics, yes, you can win a Nobel Prize for that. Uh, Creed 3, spinoff for the Rocky series. And finally, Sambuca. Yep, flavored like licorice. So, Alyssa, 7 out of 10, 70 bucks for Good your first job. time. That's not bad. It's pretty great. Congratulations. <laughs> Alyssa, thank you, thank you. Just, <laughs> so now she's a pro, I can tell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, two things to tell you about Alyssa. Two very important things. Uh, on our podcast every day, we give you the answer to question number 10. Keep that in mind for the next time you play. And the next time you play... You could be playing for $10,000. Mm -hmm. We kick that off on Monday, the $10,000 minute. So get ready for that Monday morning at 8 o'clock. Alyssa, thank you so much for playing, and you hang on the line for us, okay? Okay. All right. Everybody else practice up by listening to the podcast and the iHeartRadio app. You can go back to past episodes to see how you do on our $1,000 minute. You're playing tomorrow, 8 o'clock on Move 100. It's Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. Does anybody else just despise getting phone calls from unknown numbers? The ones, uh, yeah. It's like immediate anxiety for me. I don't know why. This can't be real. Mm. Especially if it's like another area code. Might be in Canada, but still like, mm, really? As the phone is ringing, I'm like Googling the phone number. Yes. <laughs> Should I answer this number? Uh, just posted a tweet that made me laugh this morning. It says, caller ID isn't enough for me. I need to know why you're calling. And a, a viral response to this tweet says, I would pay an extra $6.99 a month for caller justification. Right. And I thought, why do we not have that yet? It's 2023. Yeah. We can do so many things. We can talk to people face to face. <laughs> why can't somebody tell me why they're calling? Because if you're calling, it's got to be, I mean, realistically, most of us, I think it's safe to say, we're texting each other. If we got to talk to each other, we're texting, right? Yeah. Calling is maybe with your partner. I know you do the, I'm on my way home. What do you need? Mm. I get that kind of thing. But just for chatting, <laughs> are you calling people all the time? Not so much. But yeah. then, and if they, if they leave a voicemail, that's somehow even worse. 
Oh my god! I just let it sit there for days until I'm like, I should probably check. This. I can't do it. I gotta, I gotta listen. I gotta find out who is. What's this? my password to get to my voicemail? I have no idea. <laughs> I get like two a year. I posted this up on our Facebook page, thinking, yeah, like we need to make this a thing. Caller justification. Shayla just commented and blew my mind. She says this is a thing on some phones already. When someone calls me, I can answer reject or screen call if i click on screen call it will ask the person why they're calling i can then listen to that reason and make a decision whether or not i want to answer or not so it essentially puts the person that's calling you on hold and you can make a decision whether or not you actually want to answer right but at that point wouldn't they know that you're like why are you calling yeah Yeah. no but that's fair it's you that that they're they're putting out you know, it, it, so you're screening the call and you might get, hey, it's your brother calling, dumb, dumb, pick up. Right. Right? Or it could when be. When you call from jail, <laughs> <laughs> you have to say who it is. It's like that. Do you accept an <laughs> accept collect- call from the Burnside Correctional <laughs> Center? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the same thing, right? Uh, but I did say like, okay, whoa, what kind of phone do you have? Or what are we living in the yeah. future here? It's the Google Pixel 6. I don't know Google phones. You have a Google phone, I a, right? Well, I did have a Google phone this oh. one's not a google phone okay well is this the new one i'm assuming you want to call me and see if i have this option and don't even know it yeah absolutely okay hang on we're gonna figure this out this whether is, it's, i don't whether even my phone has it you know my number no i don't and i i thought if i clicked recents you'd be in there as if i i'm calling you all the time right no so now she's gotta find my contact nope, ringing okay it's ringing it says it's ringing and then not ringing here it must be so oh here it is oh screen call shut up I'm screening hey, the call. The person you've reached is using a screening service from Google and will get a transcript of this call. Go ahead and say why you're calling. Aaron? Peter, it's me. Answer. <laughs> uh, I get back to you and say, is Do it you urgent? Need to get a hold of them urgently? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm not answering okay. this call. Tell me more. Just so it's clear, go ahead and say more about why you're calling. <laughs> I need to talk to you immediately. Please answer. Mm-hmm. Just to double check, who's this calling? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sending, it's your co-host, Aaron. I'm sending back these messages, by the way. No, you're not, are you? Yes, I am. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, really? yeah. This is, these are all message so possibilities. So you're, you're, you're choosing not to answer. I'm choosing not to answer. Okay, okay here we go. I answered. Hi. Now it's connected. Hi, hi. Now we're on the phone. Now we're on the phone. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I just I just explained this groundbreaking news. And I had it and all you along. Had this- <laughs> what is wrong with this man? You literally have this and you're like, oh, that's futuristic. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us. At Move 100 Halifax. Do you eat your craft dinner with a fork? Or a spoon. You're asking? Well, fork, of course. Well, it's not of course. Renee, for example, my partner, eats it with a spoon every time. It's a thing. Oh, that's cute. But I'm always like, what are you talking about? I'm a fork girl. Of course you are. Aren't we all? (laughs) Well, uh, Kate, for you spoon eaters. Katie is making a historical change. They just found out 43% of Canadians eat their kitty with a spoon. No, they don't. Is this not shocking information? I thought every, you know, few people, maybe 10%, but 43% of Canadians. Is this all people or just children? (laughs) All people? (laughs) Uh, When Katie found this out... They were shocked, and they felt bad for not representing spoon lovers because on the box of KD, it's a fork, right, with the KD. They felt bad about this, so they have launched, for the first time ever, Spoon KD. They're fixing what they call a fork up. I just got so scared to say that. (laughs) They really forked this up over the years. (laughs) They're calling it a fork up and Uh to help celebrate the millions who prefer to eat their KD with a spoon. They're changing the box. It's going to be Spoon KD. It's a limited edition box. Get Get it for your collection. Get them while they're hot. The Spoon KD. Okay, I mean, I'm blown away. But you're shocked that people are into the spoons. It really is millions. If it's 40 Three percent of people are who are really into spoons. They, they, I am shocked that it's it's that. Okay, texts are coming in. All right. Oh my God! Look at all these spoon people. Okay, you get more KD on a spoon 
Also, I don't chew it, L-O-L. What do you mean? You just let her <laughs> slide off down? down? And it goes on to say the ones who use forks probably put ketchup on it too. Time to grow up. Whoa. Says the person who doesn't chew their <laughs> And another one, you get so much more KD in your mouth uh, at once with a spoon than if you're using a spork. A spork. A spork. <laughs> Especially one of those large soup spoons. Just say yes. Oh, my God. Okay, listen to this spoon. You can fit more on it. This text, yas to the spoon. You get more sauce with every bite. Sauce. What are you, you making? Don't want soupy freaking yeah, it's, it's soup. Yuck. <laughs> this text from Bridgewater says spoons allow you to scrape up all the cheesy Ooh. bits stuck to the side of the bowl. Yeah. As opposed to licking it when you're done. But also, something comforting about a spoon, this text says. All right. Okay. okay so you whoa. want a comfort. We've had, I don't see any text here saying nope. team fork. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fork lovers. <laughs> this text, I use a ladle for the KG. <laughs> okay. You can dump it in the garbage, it says. <laughs> <laughs> if you're using a spoon, then you'll never experience the joy of of stabbing the individual pieces on each, on each... prick. <laughs> what are no, those called? No, I wouldn't call it a prick. <laughs> I would call it a prong. Oh, prong. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> That's what I would call it. Whoopsies. Yeah, and so you take that. You grow up. <laughs> oh, my God. We're starting fights here. Okay, here are the fork people coming in. Fork and ketchup. Don't forget oh. hot dogs. Fork, do fork all the way, Team Fork. Uh -huh. I don't know, man. I'm not convinced on the spoon part. Mm. And what do you mean getting all the extra tines. sauces? Tines. What's tines? That's what those fork things are. Oh, that's why you're staring out into space thinking about it. I'm like, what is he There's doing? a word for that. Tines? Is it prick? No. It's not prick. <laughs> okay, are you team spoon <laughs> or team fork? I'm going to get kicked off the air today. <laughs> Let us know. Send us a text. 124-7. I am not understanding the amount of texts that are coming in saying Team Spoon. They're very, what? very loyal to their utensil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What the heck? Mm -hmm. This text, Team Spoon, how dry is your KD if you can consume every last bit with the fork in a bowl with the spoon is the only way to go. Wouldn't that be like gross though and, and wet and soupy? You know, people, some people yeah. make it that way. If I, if, if, if my wife is making craft dinner, it's, it, she just does it a different way a different way. So does she like it more liquidy or it's, a little bit drier and creamier? Well, she will start it. It's like really liquid. I'm thinking, this is going to be awful. And then she lets it steam off. And so you get oh. a really creamy. Whoa. Steam dinner. off. Yes. <laughs> How fancy is your Katie? And then is that what you like? You like it that way? I do. I've got, I've got, I've, I've grown accustomed to that. Uh, this one just came in. Team Fork, a real KD lover here. No milk, no butter. Just add the cheese. What? How to does, get the full flavor. No, how does the cheese... It doesn't. Like, I'm sorry. It would just be balls of cheese. <laughs> just cheese balls is all you would have. No, I mean, you got to follow the directions. Even well, you just don't a actually. No, no, I don't you put, don't I don't put milk in mine either. Huh. Well, I, I mean, more butter then, right? Well, I put a little bit more butter, and I put just the slightest drop of... Coffee cream. <laughs> because that will be enough liquid so that I don't have to put like 18 gallons of butter on it to make it all mix well together. But milk makes me gag, okay. so I can't do it. 43% spoon, this text starts. 43% spoon means 57% fork. <laughs> too many numbers, too many spoons. <laughs> so the text goes on, get over it, spooners. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This text, I love my Katie. I eat it with a fork. Just got to have a big blob of butter and a can of tomato <gasps> soup in it. Whoa, hold on. And then I throw some cheddar <laughs> shredded and I eat it with the fork. You put a can of tomato soup in your KD. That is the most wild thing I've ever heard in my life. Have you ever heard of anybody doing that? I have not. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, it's, it's like gourmet ketchup or what? Okay, who else has a wild KD recipe like do you add something to your kd to make it better and we're not talking like hot dogs and ketchup no we don't care about that no no no, no. we're talking about the whole can of tomato soup that's right. going in the kd something you've never seen anyone else do but you do it every time because I'm so curious it just makes the kd better yeah give us a shout mornings with aaron and peter on move 100 join the show anytime at 451-1313 it's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. When it comes to our cars or vehicles, nearly a third of us have never done this. 
There's something to do with their, your car, <laughs> and there is a very good chance, about a 33% chance that you've never done this. Okay, calls with your guests, 451-1313. Text in your guests right now to 124-7. What is it? All of these answers, literally me. I literally can't. things you have never no, done. No, I hate dealing with cars. Let's, okay. Let's just, like, click off all the things you've never done and the suggestions that they're <laughs> All giving. of these texts that are coming in, okay, I've never done any it. of these. Mm-hmm. Okay, change a tire. No. Change tire pressure. Oil change, vacuum the interior. Wait, wait. You've never vacuumed the interior Okay, I've done car? that much. Okay, good. Yeah, I've done that. Never take it for a car wash. Popped the clutch. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> never mind. Open the hood. I literally called Renee frantically 12 times two days ago because I couldn't figure out how to open her hood. <laughs> um, give other drivers the finger. Ooh, no, no. None of these are right. So let, let's just go back again. So 33%, a third of uh, Canadians have never done this when it comes to their car. Changed the wipers or filled the windshield washer fluid, this text says. Have you done that? <laughs> I know how to change. I know how to put the washer fluid inside. I don't know how to change the things. That can be tricky, changing the wipers, really. Yeah, I wouldn't even try. Check the transmission dipstick. Is that what they show you when you bring in your car in for an oil change? No, that's the oil. Oh, yeah. dipstick? The transmission fluid is probably something that most people don't check. I love when they do that. They come to my car. They're like, here. I'm like, I don't right. know what I'm looking at, but looks <laughs> great. Thank it's you. It's like when the... <laughs> It's like when your server brings you the bottle of wine. Yeah, I'm like, mm. Yeah, it's good. I'll taste it. I'm like, very, very delicious. As if I'm classy like that. 33% of Canadians have never done this when it comes to the car. Have we know the, the answer? Yeah. No, 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 no. 33% of Canadians have never put air in their tires. Never tucked oh, yeah. up the air in their tires. I've never done that. You've never done that? Well, no, I'm too scared. I literally, I'm just, I pictured the tire blowing in front of my face. Mm. What are the chances of that happening? Because I, mean, I feel like it's going to happen immediately. I mean, it could, but do you know where to check to see how much air should be in the tire? No. Okay, don't bother doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it is right there on the tire. You just have to look for it. Like, to tell you how the pressure? PSI. But then how do you know what pres- what the pressure is in the car? In the, in the tire? Because, well, I'll never... Honestly... <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> oh I'm going to get a full lesson after the show today, I guarantee you. If you drive by Agricola Street, you'll I'm see us in the parking lot. I'm going to put together a PowerPoint, <laughs> and later, I'm going to have a TED Talk. How have I made it this far in life? Yeah, I get it, though. But is anybody else terrified to put air in your tire, or right? is it just me? Like, what? if you knew you needed to put air, would you just say, not happening? Open that up a little bit. What are you terrified to do about your car? The things we've just mentioned, does any one of those, or all of them, just terrify you? Yeah. Let us know. Give us a shout. Text us anytime this morning at 124.7. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.